It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Blog Talk Radio. everybody and welcome to Violet Reiki Radio. I would like to thank the founders of the Seika Network who are here, well they're not here tonight, but <laughs> for giving me the opportunity to have this wonderful show and bring to the public uh, information about Reiki, the founder of Reiki, all things Reiki. We talk about the history, the roots of Reiki, the practice of Reiki, different styles of Reiki, all things that would have been of great interest to Mikao Sui, the founder of Reiki. Reiki is universal life force energy. It is an intelligent energy of love and wholeness. It understands the cause of problems and what healing is necessary. Reiki energy has a wisdom of its own, healing and balancing all aspects of a person's mind, body, emotions, and spirit. Reiki is a blessing, an instantaneously conferred sacred potential for healing, protection, personal and spiritual development. For more information on Reiki, please visit my website, which is www.violetrosereiki.com. Or if you have any particular questions regarding Reiki, feel free to email me at rose at violetrosereiki.com. You can also find me on Facebook as Violet Rose. And also on Facebook, I have a page which is called Reiki Ward. Reiki Ward was established three and a half years ago to provide distance Reiki healing to everyone across the globe. This is free distance healing for humans or animals. And Reiki does, Reiki Ward does two to three rounds of healing every day at a minimum. We also place requests on our healing crystal grid for 24-7 energy work and healing. To place a request on Reiki Ward, just you can do on the search bar on Facebook, just type in the words Reiki Ward or Reiki Ward page, and it'll take you there. And you just post your request the same way you would post something on someone else's wall or, you know, whatever. It's very simple. Once we receive that request, 
one of the ad administrators will um, repost the request so that all practitioners who do help us there on Reiki Ward uh, can see the request and get on it and start working and start sending. Uh, it could be for yourself. It could be for a family member, a friend, your dog, your cat, someone else's dog, cat, chameleon, whatever. <laughs> all requests are honored. Um, also, when we started, we had about 200 Reiki practitioners helping us. Right now, we have about four to 500 Reiki practitioners checking the board and helping out. And you'll see from time to time when we post a new request, you'll see the comment by someone sending. And that means that's to let whoever put the, the post in or the, the request, that's so that the person who requests Reiki knows that their request is indeed being worked on. So um, feel free to go to Reiki Ward and put up a request, and we will definitely send distance Reiki to all who ask for it. This evening, we're talking about how Reiki helps with panic attacks and anxiety. And we're seeing more and more of that happening, possibly because there's more and more stress in the world. There have been so many things happening lately I've heard a lot of stuff happening the last, I'd say the last two months now, November, December, almost everyone that I speak to has had something happen, is having a very hard time with life, uh, they're very stressed out, and it's building in momentum, it's just, it's getting worse and worse, because stress is one thing, but when you're starting to have outright panic attacks and anxiety attacks. That's a whole nother stress. Reiki has uh, recently become a popular choice of therapy for treating clients with panic and anxiety. It is an effective cure for anxiety as the cause of the anxiety is treated rather than the symptoms. Reiki treats the client as a whole and will deal with many issues. Reiki also treats the mind, body, soul, not just symptoms. The symptoms of anxiety include, and panic, include insomnia, irritability, fear, lack of interest or motivation, fatigue, heart palpitations, and chest pain. People suffering with anxiety and panic attacks will often have an unreasonable fear of something. It could be a fear of public speaking, fear of open places, fear of the unknown, etc., which can lead to panic attacks. I remember back in my early 20s, I was working in a law firm and those of you who know, working in the legal field can be extremely stressful. And I started to get these panic attacks, anxiety attacks, and uh, it was not good. I remember running in the bathroom, having heart palpitations, just running into a stall and sitting there and trying to calm myself down because it would it would come upon you like a wave that crashed over you. I would start to shake. It was like, you know, uncontrollably, and, and you know, you feel this tightness, this shakiness, this, this feeling of exactly that, you know, panic, anxiety. You know you're panicking. You don't know why you're panicking and why this is happening to you at this particular time. It was almost like a case of hot flashes. You never knew when it was going to come, where it was going to come from, and all you knew is when it hit, <clears throat> you... You were a wreck. So uh went to the doctor with my mom, and you know, she says, you know, my daughter's having these problems, and the doctor gave me a prescription for a common tranquilizer. So I took the tranquilizer for a while, and 
it helped, but then I had to deal with the side effects of the tranquilizer, which were sleepiness, uh, lack of motivation, foggy, fuzzy brain. You know, I could not concentrate. After having the side effects affect me almost as badly as the panic attacks had, you know, resulted, uh, I decided one was not better than the other. So I remember one day, just took the bottle of tranquilizers, flushed that down the toilet, and said, there's got to be a better way. And um, that was long before I had learned Reiki. But what I had started doing at that point in time was I started to meditate and do breathing exercises. And I found that slowing down my breathing and concentrating on the breath and getting all that air into my lungs, really taking a breath and letting my mind just be clear and devoid of any thought helped me tremendously. And nowadays we have Reiki. And uh, Reiki is a wonderful thing. And I'm going to start by bringing up the Reiki precepts. You might say, well, where does this come in here? Because one of the precepts well, actually, two of the precepts. Do not anger, do not worry. If you worry long enough, it will kick off a panic attack. Um, these precepts, the importance of the precepts, these were Mikao Sui's guidelines for living. And perhaps the most important part of his system they were the baseline, the foundation of his teachings, and it was said as much spiritual development would come through following the precepts as would come through carrying out any of the energy work. In the Gakkai practice, the Reiki principles would be chanted three times by his students at their weekly training sessions. <coughs> Excuse me. The Usui precepts represent both some of the beneficial effects that Reiki can produce in your life if you work with the energy regularly. And they present a set of principles that we need to follow to enhance our journey of self-healing, self- and spiritual development. Now, the first precept, the first thing we say is just for today. So you take life one day at a time and not in bunches and not to worry about six different things all at the same time. Worry about something that may never come to pass. We do this. We, this is like the natural mindset here in the West. Everybody's thinking about tomorrow, next week, next month, next year, five years down the road. And what that does is it brings a sense of anxiousness, anxiety, and in some cases, panic. The 12-step program, one day at a time, and it is so very true. We can only really take one day at a time. And Taking it as one day at a time, take that day one hour at a time. If you're thinking of the past or the future, there's no way you can be in the now. And if you are not in the now, you are not in the present. There is no presence of mind. So, we need to be present and in the now in order to attune with the flow that we need to be in 
for our own good, our own healing, our own personal and spiritual development. So the first precept we say is, just for today, I will not anger. And the instruction not to anger does not mean that you should be suppressing anger. Not a very good thing to do, according to the principles of traditional Chinese medicine, which were adopted by the Japanese. We should not get wound up by things that are really of no consequence. Like that saying I always hear is what you're worrying about now or angry about now, stressing about now, will it matter 10 years from now, 20 years from now? The first two precepts of do not anger, do not worry, tell us, try and live in the moment. We should put things in their proper perspective. We should not dwell on the past, beat ourselves up for things that have happened which we cannot change. We should not focus on the future and worry now about things that may never happen. And think about it, because I know I have. Think about how many things you've worried about that never came to pass. And if if all of this worrying were part of, let's say, your life meter. Say you have this meter that goes from 1 to 100. That's your lifespan. And every time you worried about something, or every time you got angry, every time you basically had a negative emotion, that meter would start to decrease. It would go from 100, 95, 90, 85, 80. And now, each time, a lot of emotions run through us day to day. Each time, this is clicking and ticking away and decreasing. And it's your lifespan is getting smaller and smaller and smaller. You know how you hear in the news that there are people who die very young? And everybody says, wow, he was so young. And Well, yeah, because these things detract from our being whole, from our constant state of being in a healthy, healing space. Just last week, there was an Italian singer, and he was a wonderful singer, and I was so shocked to hear he had collapsed on stage and died of a heart attack. And a lot of people would say, well, you know, he was overweight. He wasn't overweight. You know, he had all these illnesses and things wrong with him. Uh, To my knowledge, he was not a sickly man. So people just up and die because of a lot of different reasons, but stress, anxiety, panic, worrying, all of that are great contributors to shortening one's life. The other person who died quite young was the um, Davy Jones from The Monkees. This was a healthy, slim, active man We never heard about any kind of illness or anything. And just all of a sudden, one day, boom, he died. And he may have had a lot of stress, a lot of worry, a lot of anxiety. The precepts, just for today, do not anger, do not worry, be humble, be honest, be kind. Okay. They all serve as reminders or reflections. Because living your life fully engaged in the moment means existing in a state where anger and fear do not exist. All is illusion and fear is a distraction. Now, I'm sure you know of many people, and maybe even yourself, who are full of fear. 
fear brings on worry. Worry brings on anxiety. All of those three things bring on bad habits, bad manifestations in your, actually in your physical, mental, and emotional body, which then wreaks havoc on your spiritual body. So you need to you need to find something where if you're not a Reiki practitioner, you don't have to say the Reiki precepts every day, but you need to find an outlet for these negative emotions and these things, these detrimental emotions that are rising up within. When I was taking courses in the Ewan method, which is a method of healing taught by Dr. Cam Ewan, he developed this. Dr. Cam Ewan is a grandmaster in um, in the Shaolin tradition. He's also a chiropractor, and he developed this healing method where you would go through different protocols and find out what was where and what was stuck where and how it could be alleviated and relieved. And they would bring you, you're brought into a state of balance via your midline, which is basically your spinal cord. And when we were practicing, the teacher said, in your mind, think of a time when you were very happy. And when you put that thought in your mind, in your consciousness, in your mental body, you feel a releasing. You feel good. It's like, you remember when you first fell in love? Um, it's a good feeling. Or, you know, you got a, a present or something that you wanted when you were a child. And, yay, you got the bicycle or the doll or whatever it was. And you felt good. And your body felt good. And your nerves felt good. And it was just like a, a nice, full breath, released, relaxed, comfortable feeling. And then when you had gotten angry at someone or if when you were worried, what do you feel when you feel anger and worry? You feel your body kind of like scrunch up, tighten up. You feel constricted, restricted, tight. You feel like you're nodding up into a ball, right? And Reiki is all about release, relaxation, letting go, that, that that beautiful feeling of release of everything. That releasing feeling brings you back to the feeling you felt when you were happy. So positive emotions, positive thoughts help to release Negative thoughts, worry, panic, fear, constrict. And put your auric bodies and your body, your entire self, into the mode of tightness. Tightness is blocking. And this is not good. When you think about your body, your physical body, the chakras, the meridians, all of these things need to be open and clear and energized. If anything takes away from the clearness and the flow and the energy in these areas of the body, this forms a blockage. And Reiki helps dissolve these blockages. Panic disorder is characterized most times by frequent anxiety, worry, and panic attacks. This mental health condition is typically treated using a combination of psychotherapy and prescription medication. 
In recent years, panic and anxiety sufferers are increasingly turning to less conventional treatment options called complementary and alternative medicines, also known as TAM, C-A-M, to assist in coping with the systems, the symptoms of panic disorder. Some types of TAM include aromatherapy, acupuncture, and hypnotherapy. And there's also meditation and Reiki. Reiki is also a form of CAM that has continued to grow in popularity for the treatment of stress and anxiety. Now, I'm known to tell clients that when they say, what is Reiki? I will explain it to them. And then I'll say, you know, succinctly, Reiki is like acupuncture without needles. And most people, their eyes widen and they go, oh, okay, yeah, that sounds good. <laughs> um, now, new Reiki students tend to feel anxious during their Reiki self-practice. They feel anxious at other times as well, and that's usually what has led them to practice Reiki. Sometimes they're surprised at feeling anxious during Reiki practice and fear that practice was increasing their anxiety. Self-relief of anxiety is one of the two benefits most documented in the very little Reiki research that we have. And as we discover, the students we're bringing to their Reiki practice the same perfectionism and fears of failure, of not being good enough, that they brought to the rest of their lives. The stillness of Reiki practice opened their awareness of what they were doing that worsened the anxiety and gave them an opportunity to be present with their experience of Reiki instead of spiraling into a full-out panic. Practicing Reiki with anxiety. If you experience anxiety when you practice Reiki self-treatment, please go easy on yourself. Try gently noticing your breath for a few minutes, taking deep, long breaths that when you inhale, you're inhaling fully. Most of us don't inhale fully. We breathe very shallow. We do not take a full breath. And continue this through your practice. Don't worry if you fall asleep during practice. Reiki practice is balancing. And if you practice consistently, you will feel stronger and steadier slowly over time. And that's another thing. Most of us, very easily fall out of balance. So it's very important that we do a daily practice where we are clearing ourselves, where we are balancing ourselves, and getting back on track, so to speak. Because anything can throw us off balance. And then we're not whole. So if you do a morning meditation... If you just do a breathing meditation, if you do a morning guided meditation, there are beautiful guided meditations out there. Um, I have to say there is one very wonderful CD put out by my friend and colleague, Jeannie Macklis. It's called The Reiki Journey, Guided Meditations for Mindful Living. And that is a wonderful CD that gives you different types of meditation. She has on here the Waka Reiki Journey. There's breath counting meditation, gasho meditation. There's the Reiki precepts, mountain journey meditation. It's wonderful. I would recommend... You go to www.thereikijourney.com 
where you can send a an email to Ginny, info at Ginny, M-A-C-K-L-E-S dot com, and tell Ginny that you heard about the CD on Violet Reiki Radio, and that Violet Rose recommends very highly this CD. There are others out there. My friend Danny Maniatis has a wonderful collection of meditations and meditation techniques. He even gives, I believe, courses on meditation. So those are two people I can very highly recommend uh, if you're looking to get involved and do meditation. And we're going to come back in just a second with 10 ways Reiki helps people with anxiety. So I'm going to take a slight break and we'll be back. Today in school, I learned a lot. In chemistry, I learned that no one likes me. In English, I learned that I'm disgusting. And in physics, I learned that I'm a loser. Today in school, I learned that I'm ugly and useless. And in gym, I learned that I'm pathetic and a joke. In history, I learned that I'm trapped. Today in school, I learned that I have no friends. In English, I learned that I make people sick. And at lunch, I learned that I sit on my own because I smell. In chemistry, I learned that no one In biology, I learned that I'm fat and stupid. And in math, I learned that I'm trash. The only thing I didn't learn in school today... The only thing I didn't learn today... The only thing I didn't learn... It's why no one ever helps. Kids witness bullying every day. They want to help, but they don't know how. Teach them how to stop bullying and be more than a bystander at stopbullying.gov. A message from the Ad Council. This is Namdi Asamoah. I play football for the Philadelphia Eagles, but what I do off the field with United Way might be more important. I'm a volunteer tutor and mentor. Why? Because over a million kids a year drop out of school, and that's not okay. It takes 12 years to create a graduate, but it takes about the same time to create a dropout. And the difference between a child becoming one or the other could be me, or it could be you. Studies show that if we get to these kids earlier, their chances are better, and kids who read well by third grade are more likely to graduate. So join me in United Way. Suit up and take the pledge. Become a volunteer reader, tutor, or mentor, because when a child succeeds, we all succeed. Give, advocate, volunteer, live united. Take the pledge at unitedway.org. Brought to you by United Way, the Ad Council, and the National Football League. In 50 feet, turn left. Why are you driving so slowly? After a few drinks, I'm taking it slow. Well, you're not fooling the cop behind you. What? Get ready to pay in point one miles. Getting pulled over for buzz driving could cost you around $10,000 in fines, legal fees, and increased insurance rates. Nothing kills a buzz like getting pulled over for buzz driving, because buzz driving is drunk driving. Brought to you by the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration and the Ad Council. And now, on with the show. listening to Violet Reiki Radio on the Seika Network through blogtalkradio.com with your host, Reiki Shihan Rose Jimenez, your source for all things Reiki in love, light, and healing. Welcome back. And my cat, Pasht, has joined the show. She's sitting here on the desk. <laughs> my co-hostess. And now, 10 ways Reiki helps people with anxiety. God bless it. Anxiety is a terrible condition. 
it is something most of us have experienced at least to a minor degree. For some people, it's a condition that can be debilitating. The good news for those people is that there's a wide range of different treatments for anxiety. One of the treatments that some people with anxiety are turning to is Reiki. Reiki is a form of bodywork or energy work that uses a light touch on or around a person's body to heal them. Now, how does Reiki help people with anxiety? One, Reiki is something that is done in a very relaxing environment. Sometimes people who are suffering from anxiety just need to take a moment to calm down in a quiet place. Reiki, like massage therapy, is done in a very soothing and relaxing environment. There might be quiet music playing, or your Reiki practitioner might have wind chimes that you can hear as you receive your treatment. It is difficult for many of us to create these quiet places for ourselves, so it helps to go to a professional healer who creates these quiet spaces for us. And if that's not possible, there's been a lot of talk about creating your own sacred space. And if you can create your own sacred space, a lot of people, it's it could be a room in your home. It could also be um, a spot in a room, like in your living room or in your den. Um, maybe you have a particular chair that you like to sit in or an area that you find very peaceful and calming. Make that that spot your, um, you know, your sacred space, your meditation space, your your Reiki space. You know, something separate and apart from the rest of the house where psychologically you'll know, you'll get the feeling, I'm going into my sacred space. I'm going to that chair or that part of the sofa or what have you that is my sacred space. And that will help you get into a spot where you could practice whatever, be it the meditation, the Reiki, whatever, breathing work, breath work, and start to calm yourself down so you can get into your day. Secondly, Reiki is something that you do just for yourself. A major problem for people who are suffering from anxiety is that they feel stressed out about their inability to do all that they need to do. Often, they're focused on what needs to be done outside of themselves or for other people other than themselves. However, you cannot help others until you've helped yourself. This seems to be the mantra of 2014 (laughs) for all Reiki practitioners, people in healing modalities, uh, those who are caretakers, everyone who takes care of someone else. This has been brought up so many times, and I almost feel it's my mission this year to keep reminding colleagues, friends, take time for yourself. Make sure that you yourself are 100% whole before you try and treat somebody else, before you try and give of yourself to another person because an empty pitcher, water pitcher, wine pitcher, whatever, cannot fill any glasses, any cups. So think of yourself as a pitcher, as a vessel, If you are not full and full of energy and full of peace and full of whatever you need that makes you 100%, then it's okay. You should not be giving to anyone else in that time. Because a lot of people who do healing work and, and caretaking and things like that feel, but they need me. Yeah, it's right. They need you. However, you have to stop and think, but am I going to be good for this person? If 
I need me, if if your body, mind, spirit, needs you to make itself whole, then that has to happen first. Then you go on to the others who need you. It's like when you're on an airplane, what do they tell you? You know, in case of emergency, oxygen masks will drop down. Please place your mask on first and then place, help the party next to you place their mask on. You know, it's not selfish. It's not self-centered. Survival. And in order to help others survive, you must survive first. So it's intelligent, not selfish. And it's kind because in taking care of yourself, you are making sure that you're available to take care of others. So the time out that you take to enjoy Reiki treatment or self-Reiki practice is the time that you take to do something just for you. This can refocus you and make you feel calm enough to take on the world again. Now, I tell all my students, Reiki is a practice, and it starts with self-practice. There are a lot of people who take Reiki and do not do self-practice. I cannot stress the importance of self-Reiki practice on a daily basis. I just can't. Pamela Miles has this lovely campaign that she's doing with the red button that says, you know, I practice self-treatment, which is a great reminder. I've seen that on a lot of websites. I think it's wonderful. And I commend Pamela for this wonderful campaign because it's a reminder for everyone. You know, you see it, oh, yeah, self-treatment. I have to start doing that again. Or I'm not doing that enough or whatever. Um, Three, Reiki puts you back into your body. Reiki is a healing treatment that involves light touch, as we said. This is helpful to some people who are suffering from anxiety. Anxiety is all about being in your head too much. Thoughts are whirling around like a sandstorm and making you feel crazy. Being able to get back into your body can help calm the feelings of anxiety. Next, number four. Reiki is spiritual. Many people agree that some form of spirituality is a is good for people who are suffering from anxiety. Mind you, I said spirituality, I did not say religion. They're two different things. And other mental health issues. It helps put things in perspective, it provides hope and relieves some stress. Many people don't feel comfortable with organized religion, but can accept some form, some of the spiritual benefits of a healing practice such as Reiki. Number five, your Reiki practitioner is kind to you. Like other healers, Reiki practitioners are very kind and soothing to people. They are there because they want to make you feel better. Sometimes, what we need when we're anxious is just someone who we know is there for us, devoted to taking care of us so that we can let go for a moment and not worry about taking care of ourselves. Having a healer in our lives is a very healthy way to get someone to take care of us when we need that type of a break. And many times, I tell all my students that I'm always here for them. If you have come to me for Reiki, a Reiki class, and I've taught you any level, starting from one through master, I tell all my students, I'm here for you for life. Anytime you have a question, anytime you have uh, something that is occurring that you're not so sure about, and you want an explanation, maybe I can help explain to you why this is happening or that's happening. I'm here for you. Email me. Call me. 
And I've had students say to me, well, I don't want to bother you. Well, you're not bothering me. That's part of the bond between a Reiki Shihan, a Reiki master teacher, and their student. It's an obligation for the teacher to be there for the student. And if anyone has a problem and they're not my student, I always recommend to them, please go back to your Reiki master teacher. Because that is your sensei. That is your shihan. That's the person who should be helping guide you personally and spiritually. That was a responsibility that person took on when they attuned you. So I don't try and fix the person or, or you know, I go back to your teacher because the bond between teacher and student is such that that's the perfect best person to help you. Granted, if the person doesn't have a teacher or they've lost communication with them, um, I will try and help out. But as a spiritual practice and in the tradition of Reiki, when students are having problems, the best advice is go back to your teacher. And generally, it's the original teacher. If they've lost touch with or not communicating with that teacher or they've gotten a new teacher that they enjoy and that they feel a better connection it's all about connection they have a better connection with then by all means go to that teacher for the same thing um and speaking about connection number six you're connecting to another person many people with anxiety struggle to feel connected to other people in their lives they may feel like people don't understand them. Or they may be embarrassed to discuss what's going on with them because of their anxiety. These people may find that seeing a Reiki practitioner is healing in the sense that it allows them to be physically present and connected to another person without all of the stress that is involved in a lot of other human connections. I know I've had quite a few people say to me, you know, when you touched me, it felt so good. I have not had human touch in such a long time. No one's touched me or I haven't touched anyone in that connected, you know, whatever. And um, sometimes all that's needed is the human touch. It could be your hand on a person's shoulder could be your hand holding the hand of another person. It, you know, there's, there are many, um, many ways, but it's, it's the physical connection. Number eight, Reiki provides a timeout. Ultimately, what most people need when they are suffering from anxiety is a timeout. Time away from everything that is causing them that high level of stress. Reiki is a timeout that you give yourself. Number nine, Reiki may, I lost my number nine, hold on. <laughs> Reiki may provide energy healing to your body that can ease anxiety. The purpose of Reiki is to redirect the flow of energy in the body in order to heal you. People who believe in the power of Reiki say that the practitioner helps to change the energy flow and that the energy will find where it really needs to be in the body. It is possible that this is what causes Reiki to be healing to some people with anxiety. And, you know, that's, the Reiki is what helps change the energy flow. It's not the practitioner. And it's not your energy as the practitioner. It's the Reiki. And Reiki, because it's an intelligent energy, it directs the flow where it needs to go within the body. You really don't have to tell it or direct it, the Reiki, where to go. It knows where to go. Reiki knows how to heal. It goes on its own. Um... Reiki, number 10, Reiki may detoxify the body. 
Another belief is that this form of healing is capable of removing toxins from the body. It takes negative energy out of the body and detoxifies you. A detoxified body will be less anxious. Kind of like those Himalayan salt lamps. They, they you know, emit the negative ions and, and get rid of the stuck energy in the room, so to speak. And it's very healthy for you because it's a releasing. And um, when you release, relax, much better. Reiki can be very helpful to people suffering from anxiety. And, of course, there are different things that help different people. Some people may want to do incorporate a combo of modalities to help with this. You have acupuncture, meditation, Reiki. There's also um, massage. You can incorporate massage. Also, some for some people, a good chiropractic session helps release anxiety. Because, again, if you're not in alignment, you're tight, you're not relaxed, you're not releasing. So pick the modality. Uh, oh, essential oil, too, also. You know, just breathing in the scent of certain oils have a tremendous effect, effect on the body, on the mind, on the soul. So you have a myriad of modalities that you can work with that can help you release and help you get rid of or or help you deal with panic attacks and anxieties. There's no need to suffer. Um, And Reiki is, it has become a popular choice of therapy treating people with anxiety and panic attacks. Reiki treats the client as a whole, and it will deal with many issues. Because Reiki, the unique thing about Reiki is that it treats the mind, body, and soul. Not just the symptoms that the client presents with that have manifested from anything happening in the mind, the body, emotions. So before we get to that point where something manifests fully, Reiki can help with this and sometimes prevent a full-blown panic attack. Now, during a Reiki session, the practitioner will concentrate on the seven major chakras and the meridians. And the practitioner will start. And the client, lots of times, from being put in such a a deep state of relaxation, the client will fall asleep. And this Reiki energy we usually start at the head, the energy as it flows down the body will allow the client to let go of worry, fear, anger, and past hurts, whatever, and will provide them with a sense of well-being. Life has been a little intense recently, as we said before, When one family member after another picks up what seemed like a particularly virulent type of flu, uh, and with me, that's been running rampant with my friends, um, I'm very thankful for the Reiki practice because, you know, it helps you get through it. I know two weeks ago, I picked up whatever's going on here. It feels like a cold. But it's really not a cold. It feels like it could be a flu. Um, But it's really not a flu. And um, the strange thing about this was you feel like you're sick and you're dying one day. And the following day, you're absolutely fine. Then the day after that, you're sick. You're like, this is a cold. This is allergies. And it's all upper respiratory stuff. 
And just when you've convinced yourself it's a cold, you get this little wave of nausea that moves from right to left or left to right. And honestly, if it weren't for Reiki, I don't know what I'd do because I really have spent the last two weeks doing self-Reiki and, you know, just trying to relax and take it one day at a time, be in the present, be in the now. I mean, there are certain things that I've wanted to do over the past two weeks and I wanted to get to, but I couldn't. And um, guilty as as uh, charged, I um, kind of get upset when I can't get to do the things I want to do. But again, one day at a time, relax, take care, you know, self-treatment, self-care. It's all about taking care of oneself. And yeah, that's all we can do. The best thing you can do for yourself is take care of yourself. And we don't do that as often as we should. All starts with taking care of self. So, you know, Pick something you think you'd like, whether it's breath work or whether it's Reiki or if you need to um, try and work with some aromatherapy, if that's something that appeals to you. There's also hypnotherapy. Um, Pick out whatever complementary and alternative medicine you feel you would like to or you feel resonates with you. And then ask around and find a practitioner and, you know, get some recommendations uh, and, you know, set off and, and find out which one you would like to practice in helping you with your self-care, with your self-healing, uh, with your physical and spiritual development. Um, I do know that sometimes just thinking about, you know, which one or which which modality uh, I want to practice, it can get a little confusing. But again, it's all about resonation, you know, re- resonance. It's all about which one do you feel resonates with you. And, uh, of course, like I said, get recommendations because there are a lot of people out there that advertise who really are not who they say they are. Um, if someone comes to a recommendation, you know you can you can trust that because um, too many, you know, I, I remember once I got a practitioner or somebody out of the yellow pages, it was a disaster. <laughs> it was really a disaster. Never went that route again. I want to thank all my listeners for listening this evening and for being here. And again, if you have any questions, you can email me, rose at violetrosereiki.com. And I look forward to having you all back again next week. We're working on next week's topic or guest. We're not quite sure yet uh, who or what it's going to be. But keep your eyes open. And I will be back again next week. And thank you all so very much. Have a great weekend. And I hope you're all not making yourself crazy and stressed out and and, and panicked out over the holidays, the holiday preparation and the holiday shopping. So remember, everyone, just breathe and be in the moment.
Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.